Welcome to the Wardrobe Muse, helping you dress from the inside out. Feeling wardrobe challenged? Discover your style with me. I love working with women to identify their authentic self through clothing, to craft and maintain simple wardrobes that reflect who they truly are and that work for their lifestyles. To work together, visit me on the web at lastwardrobe.com. Visit lasswardrobe.com. Here's your host, Lisa. Welcome to the Wardrobe Muse. Today, I have one of my favorite people here, Mickey Wilson from Doc Connector Consulting. She's a motivational marketing coach, and she began her work uh, in this iteration in 2018. I'm going to have her introduce herself after I brag on her a little bit more. Um, Mickey's been someone I met through a networking, kind of an avant-garde networking. People might know of it. It's uh, based in Salem. It's called Creative North Shore. And Mickey's really, really helped me with my own messaging about being a style coach and bringing that to the masses and really making it accessible and affordable and something for all women. But I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we're going to get right into some um, some of today's discussion about what she does, what I do, and how it kind of meshes. Mickey. Hello, my name's Mickey Wilson. I am the owner of Dot Connector Consulting. It is a small marketing firm. I'm still defining myself as a new business owner, but as Lisa pointed out, I like to uh, consider myself a motivational marketing coach because I've spent 15 years doing all sorts of marketing from retail to services um, and have been really a marketing generalist, meaning I am a a Jill of uh, all trades, but not necessarily a master of any particular one. And uh, that's what I love about marketing. It's a huge umbrella. There's so many channels. But uh, during my career, I've noticed that people don't necessarily know what marketing is, or at least that's what I pick up most times. They think it's one thing in particular. My parents, who are in their uh, 60s, my dad's now in his 80s, they have no clue what I do. Like, they have no clue what I do for a living. As far as they know, I, like, go to lunch a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to a lot of people. Talk to a lot of people. I'm on my computer and on my phone, you know, but it stopped for them at the college degrees. They were like, she's a professional student. We don't really know. We we don't know what she does. So through knowing about all the facets of marketing, I love to talk to people about what their marketing plan is, because one thing that people don't do a lot of in marketing is plan their goals. And so if you don't have really specific goals, when you do anything, how are you supposed to meet your goals? Like, how do you even plan the steps to those goals? You know, I find a lot of people love to do things just to do them or because they've been doing them or because somebody else is doing them or because they don't know what to do. <clears throat> She's so, basically summing me up. So this is a lot. You know what? Yeah. When you start a small business, I will admit this up front. My website is horrible (laughs) right now. Um, I'm my own worst marketer. While I'm a great marketer for other people, I'm my my own worst marketer. And I think every business owner has this problem. You're inside your own box. Exactly. You really need somebody outside of the box to kind of give you the tough truth. You know, I don't sugarcoat things. I like to know your goals and I'll press you to make your goals very specific because I want you to be successful. If you achieve that goal, you can move on to the next thing. What I see all too much in marketing 
is people dumping their money into something, hoping that it sticks. And I saw this even at the firm, uh, at the at the places that I've worked at, I've seen this all the time. People love marketing, right? They love the advertising, seeing the logo, the everything. It's sexy. It, it, yeah. Absolutely. And it's part, it's you, it's personal, right? But at the same time, what do you, what is all that money? Where is the return on investment? So that is what I've learned in my career. If you have very specific goals, we can get you a return on investment for whatever marketing you invest in. So in a nutshell, Dot Connector Consulting, right now I love being a motivational marketing coach. People ask me how I make money on that. I don't just jet, but I do have packages for people that think they need a motivational coach. But here's the thing with goals. People really have to be pushed towards their goals. True. And there's only a small percentage of people that are actually going to pay somebody to come kick their ass. (laughs) Okay. Well, so this is, this is the similarity between what Mickey does and what I do. So people are in love with the idea of what I do Mm -hmm. and they love the way I show up. Not that they want to dress like me, but they're like, Oh, you're always so pulled together. And then it's like, okay, but that's what I do for a living. So I can coach you. And then they're like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mean I have to open my closet and actually look at the contents and ask myself, truly, when did I last wear this? And it's tough for you, Lisa, because you're not only, so it's two things, right? Right. They have to open open their closet and they have to open their wallet. How painful, how painful both of those at the same time. And then on top of that, it's a trust factor, right? Big Again, trust. Off big the trust. Cliff, I'm, I'm doing this and what's the return on investment going to be? So we're going to figure that out for you at some point yes, too, because yes. if you can prove to people like you go from this to this, you just have to trust the process. This is a big hashtag like over the last few years, right? Trust the process. Then you'll get to the result. And Mickey, they have to trust themselves. It's I have a lot of testimonials Absolutely, on all yeah. of my, on my Google business on my web page on my Facebook page that they're not lies people actually wrote those testimonials yeah, so yeah, yeah. the proof is in the pudding it's there yes but yes. I think you know people read it and they still don't trust themselves to trust the process to trust me to oh trust God. our co-creation if I could literally market the way that I talk to the people that I love the most a <laughs> My website would be banned, but I'm just going to excuse. Okay, pardon my French. My mother used to have a saying, though. She would say, Mickey, shit or get off the pot. Yes. That was, <laughs> that was in my family. We used so that. Like yeah, in, like, so, like, eat at my most critical moments, I'm like, I got to make it. Like, what do I want to do? Right. I can't. Nobody who loves to hear themselves complain for a long period of time. You just have to kind of do it. So the mo- so the motivational marketing, it may not make me a million dollars. And truth is, I probably give it away for free more than I charge it. And it's much by accident. So I'm working. Oh, that's also my truth, yeah. Nikki. So what I've learned about at least my business when it comes to marketing is a couple of things. A, there's a problem. Small business owners have small budgets. They cannot afford premium marketing rates. And that is no offense to any of my colleagues within the marketing field because our time is very valuable. The work that we put in, especially if um, you have a specific expertise, website design, you know, minimum 
good website, $2,000, minim- minimum. Yeah, that's on the low side. Low I've been side. Quoted three, that's small 4, business. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That's small business, small nonprofit, you know. Um, photography, you know, uh, John good Andrews photography. Knows, you know, good photography. Uh, I just had to ask him for advice because somebody, uh, there was a person that wanted to charge a friend of mine, I think it was like $800 for like a hundred shots. And I have no clue if that's, if the person's getting what they're worth and to a different, like imagine if I said like, I want $800, I'm going to show up and take a hundred shots. That seems crazy, right? Like I could just use my iPhone, you know? So you have to set goals. The return on investment is so important. So I'm kind of in this phase where I really want to help small business owners that have small budgets, but we have to be realistic in that where's the time and where's the expertise coming from? And what are the expectations? Right. And this is, you know, my gosh, it's really what's, so I look at it as there's a niche out there. All my small business owner people, I'm working on this so hard, (laughs) like, but you know, there are small business owners that need a website for $500, but not just need a website for $500, they need a quality one. Like one that they can be happy investing in, right. but there's going to be a return on investment. At yeah, the it's not just a placeholder huh. yeah. on the and then, web. And then sometimes, you know, as any creative professional, sometimes you have an expectation build up for what you want to give your client too. So that's why goals and specifics are the details are so important because I'm an ethical marketer. I don't really want to take your money unless you're going to you're get, unless you're happy, like a hundred percent. I don't want to be fighting any cases. I don't. I don't even want to be making return phone calls to unhappy people. You right. know what I mean? So, but I want to be very clear on you know what I deliver to people. So, this is kind of the area that I find my business going towards. And I've also found, I found a couple of things is that I'm definitely meant for a nonprofit world. So I've kind of geared myself in the last just couple weeks to think about what my life looks like in the next 10 years, because I love helping people. I love helping all kinds of people. So it's not even just one specific person. I'm like Mother Teresa. I just like helping people, right? Help and everybody, all. trust me, everybody in my life is like, yeah, so how are, you gonna, how are you gonna pay the bill? You know, no, you know what's funny? I have less people asking me for help nowadays and more people saying, so how are you gonna how, make money? How are you money? paying the bills? How are you making so the money? I'm looking at my prospects of a career in nonprofit because that's gonna fill the passion that I just have for life and to help, like, I feel like I'm here to help people. I'll do that any way necessary, but I don't want to worry the people around me that I'm going to end up sleeping in a cardboard box right. on Venice beach. Right. So, you if know, I do have to sleep on my cardboard. This box. narrative <laughs> that, that Nikki just shared with us, it's like, and this is why I have her on the show. So it's, it's the same thing I'm finding in my business. I want to help everyone Everyone should have access to figuring out what looks best on them and how to best represent themselves, whether they're in business, whether they're not in business. Um, How did they trust the process? How do I give them return on investment? It's all about goals. I mean, everything you're saying. Oh my God, tackling life. Yeah, you you can't build a closet if you don't know what you need to have in that closet that works for you. Forget what the marketers tell you. When uh, when I first started working in wealth management, we went to a trip in town into Boston, and uh, it was so hot. It was so hot. 
It was freaking hot. (laughs) (laughs) And I would see these girls walk by and their hair would be smooth. They'd have their crisp white shirts on in the skirts, like 95 degrees out, but they didn't, they just look so put together. And I just, and I felt like a hot mess express. Like my clothes are wrinkled. (laughs) I'm sweating. It's terrible. The the big curly hair does not help, you know? And so I was just always, I didn't want to be like those girls. I just wanted to feel stylish. I just didn't want to feel like a hot mess. You know what I mean? Because that was important to me because I always felt like when I showed up, it was like, "Ah," you know, versus I like to like show up fashionably late and like glide into the room. And I've definitely had my moments where I like tumble into the room Make not the best at it's memorable either way, but you know you want to be stylishly memorable. She's very stylish today. She said I in, I inspired I her, even though you can't see us. She's very stylish. So I just remember that concept. I think it starts off small. So I wasn't always like fashionable, but I was always creative, but just not at putting things together. It depends on how much you care about yourself and what you look like to the world. Some women will be very adamant, like, I don't care what people think about me. Right, right. And I will say, well, good luck with that, because that might work out, and it might not. Well, especially in a a small business business owner or a small nonprofit. Yeah, I'm very upfront. Like I've been through this business world and as a quote unquote woman of color, or I'd like to say a black woman is uh, in this business world. There are rules, whether people like them or not. The great thing about small business is you can kind of break those rules. Like I work in a community office space every day. And I promise you, I dress up once in a great while when I go there. And these people, they make sure I know. They're like, look at you. What's going on today? Where are you going today? Like, what do you think I'm doing? Just because I come in my, uh, you know, my workout gear the other four days, I'm working just as hard on those four days than the one day that I have to have lunch with somebody, you know? Um, So it's so funny. That concept of business is real. And the more male dominated the industry is, you know, the more specific some of the rules or whatever. So, you know, I appreciate people that want to wear flip flops all year. I appreciate people that, you know, just want to wear shorts and like burn all the pants. On the flip side, as a woman, I am totally against pantyhose. Like I could never work in a bank because if those rules still exist about open toed shoes and all that good stuff, like you're never forget gonna, it. Not never gonna have a good employee in me. So, so it's funny. You have to live by the rules sometimes, but they don't have to control your life. So people should not be afraid that if they have a fashion coach and stylist, that they have to go and burn everything in their wardrobe. Like, let's talk about what you like. Well, you know what's so funny, Mickey? A lot of times um, people know what I do for a living, obviously, and I'm out there. I mean, I'm doing, you know, good, like showing up and and marketing. They'll say, oh yeah, I just did a a family portrait. Should have called you. Oh, the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, why didn't you? You know, it's it's really amazing to me. People, even in that moment, or they have a big event coming up, and they're like, gee, I struggled. You know, I struggled with that event. I'm like, I was here. You could try to put them on the spot, you know, and uh, say, what's the, ne- what's the next event you have coming up? Why don't we book it for right now? 
Love it. That way you don't call me on your next event saying the same thing (laughs) because I'm not going to want to take that call after a while. You know, the one thing I've learned when I packaged out my marketing coach, my, my marketing coaching packages, somebody said, you shouldn't put the prices on the website. I said, let me tell you something. You're going to know what you're getting up front with me. Right. Right. You're going to have and on there. There are deliverables. You want them. You don't. I'm open to some discussion, but at the end of the day, I want to work with a certain type of person, a person that not only needs my help, but wants it. You can't change people that don't want to change. You You can help change people that you can see are on the brink of change and you can like walk them towards that. But if you're going to fight me the whole time, I can't do my job. It's going to be frustrating. Like I'm here to be like, at least motivational in a sense. That's what I call, I say I'm a motivational marketing coach because people tell me I'm motivated. Let me tell you, I just feedback what the people tell me. I don't, right, you know, right. this is where the fake it till you make it comes right. in. Like if people think I'm motivational, okay, I'm going to be that. I'm going to be that. <laughs> Why do you think there's this huge resistance to change? And in my own oh, business, I'm not trying to change them. Right. I, I'm actually trying to use all the components Accentuate. of what they've already invested Reach in. Reach your kind full of, potential. Right. Like it, it goes back. So where is all this change? Early on you? in life, I studied psychology and I wanted to be a psychologist. And unfortunately, sorry, Temple University, because I love you. You increased your tuition. <laughs> like all universities tend to do at some point and have to. But I ended up changing my career path uh, after I left Temple. So psychology, I double majored in English and psychology. And I was fascinated with people and just people's behavior. Mm -hmm. But I learned a lot in that year in that it's something about people. People just don't like change. You like to be comfortable. And there's not many moments in life where you get to just be comfortable. Or even if you're, you know... A lot, we have parents from depression era. Sure, sure. And I'm just learning now, people have been taught to kind of endure their problems. Yes, yes. This is how it's supposed to be, my cross to bear. My mother always said that. This is my cross to bear. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Irish Catholic guilt kicking in. um, But really, and uh, somebody, there was a a woman that I'm on a board with just told me about this book. I have to get the name of the book again. I want to read it. But the whole premise of the book is, you know, people, uh, a lot of people are taught to endure their problems instead of solve their problems. Stop bitching about it. So they're going to endure (laughs) the contents of their closet versus taking the time. Oh my God. You'd be so proud of the money. You'd be so proud of me. I literally just purged half of my closet after a full year. Because every time I went in there, I would not wear any of the things in there or none of them went together or I was just, you know, it literally took me yep, uh, shrinking out of my clothes. And then on top of that, just like things that it's so funny to other people in, you know, <laughs> women, we're so great to each other, but sometimes we, it's at a cost. We're so nice. Like, oh my God, you look so great. But really you don't. <laughs> You might, actually, it might be the honest truth. You look so great. But the problem that the, the, what they don't know is you've owned this shirt for umpteen years. <laughs> you look nice today. But like, it's time to change it up a little right, bit. So it's like, right. where do you get to that point unless you're in change? So for you, the critic, so I think just off the top of my head, 
it's like wealth management. You have to hit people at like critical points where the change Big is transition. already, yeah, yes. huge transition. Yes. You can't even convince the people because how many of us have <laughs> clothes in our closet with tags on them? That's hard. Like you don't want to dig. You don't want to dig too deep. You know what I mean. So when you think of psychology, you don't want to start handing out medication to people, right? Now you're into a whole other <laughs> right, arena. Right. You just want to give some mild therapy to people, right? You know right. I, mean? I love it. And you know, clothes are emotional. Definitely memorable. Women's <laughs> confidence, like no matter what you do, I, the best piece of advice somebody ever told me I don't even remember who it was from it was from somebody that I probably thought was absolutely stunning and I said oh god even I'm uncomfortable in a bikini and that just shattered my whole illusion of like oh I'm just gonna go to the beach and like right, right. rock out <laughs> because I would go to the Jersey Shore too the Jersey Shore in the summer is a fascinating place oh yes because everybody, the beach is covered. It always fascinates me why it doesn't happen from swamps get to Nahant. But, well, I guess I know why. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have like 10 miles of beach. Right. Covered. All you see are different bodies glistening in every iteration. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. When you parasail. So this is this is just how I am. It's all analogies. No offense to people, but it was like me and my mom went parasailing and we're looking down, and I said it's like a bunch of beached seals, like it's a bunch like there's just a bunch of oiled up bodies. Ten miles. Who cares? Because yeah, right. nobody cares. They right. just want a tan. Right. They just want to be healthy. Be out <laughs> you know, there in the sun. Yeah. That's in that an oxymoron right there. They just want to be healthy and burn in the sun. Burning. Oh and my glistening. god. My mother, that good New England. I just need that good color. So I love it. So um, but that's when I realized like nobody ca like when it comes to certain things, nobody ca like you just have to. It's out of the door. You're going to hide inside, like in a sweater right. all summer long. So for you, it's those critical points of transition. There's plenty of ladies out there. Like health is big right now. People Huge. are getting well. Maybe even, I don't know how to partner you up, but you know, my friendly, I have to give her a shot on my friend. I love how Leah she's Goodman. in dot connector mode right yeah, now. My friend I love Leah this. Goodman. She's my friend, but in her spare in her spare time, she is my kick-ass coach for stand-up paddleboarding. She's my fitness coach. Um, she owns Sup East Coast Style and uh, Leah's skincare and more. So she's an esthetician during the day, and then after her day shift, she works all the time. So two businesses, right? right. Women 19 years in business. Right. And so she coaches and like kicks us in our ass and kind of, she's that person outside of the box. She can see your potential mm -hmm. and she will work with you to get you there. But even she will have her limits, you know, of, do you want to reach your goals or not? She makes you write down your goals, hold you very accountable, but will also help you. She offered to bring me a protein shake yesterday. I love it. But I was working, so I couldn't accept it. I love it. it. I love um, it. But she's into coaching. My friend Laura Goldstein, she does, uh, she's like our food guru. She's a nutritionist. And now she's doing kind of what I call food coaching because it's meal prep. It's not dieting. It's, it's more of like 
more of like my, what I call a lifestyle change. But if you want to eat healthier and really like you want to see change in your body composition, then like 80% of it is it's food. what you're putting yeah, in. Yeah, like Leah said, abs are built in the kitchen, right? So that's another form of coaching where she's using her nutrition skills and her fitness skills to get people to eat macronutrients, like, you know, unprocessed food that's really good and wholesome. But then we're also busy, and this would be always my complaint, and I still struggle with it because I'm coming back to her is um not having time to even invest in yourself is like the bottom line so people ask me how I do all these things oh there are things that suffer you know um because in my spare time I'm a caregiver right right. so uh, so somebody told me self-care is important so as women we struggle like with all these things but ultimately you have to start investing in yourself. In, in, exactly. And you have to put your trust within. You don't know it all. Right. Just take the brink. So for you, yeah, it's those critical moments when women are losing weight. Uh, they've shrunken out of their Divorce, closet. Divorce, going yeah, back yeah, to work, yeah. getting out of work. Yeah. And I think it's easier probably to work with you in more positive transitions right. than it is in, in negative, the negative ones. Times. Because when you're low, yeah, you just... Sometimes you just need that space and, uh, and there's probably ways to, to address that, but it's more sensitive. So it's all psychology. People hate change. They hate change. So I look at life, like just flip it around, like learn to embrace death, learn to embrace change. Life is so much easier plan. Right. I can't even stress planning enough because when the critical change comes, then, you know. And I kind of love, but I hate this do-it-yourself culture we've put ourselves in. So everybody thinks they can do it themselves. And many, many people have said to me, I can do my own closet. I can watch a couple of YouTube videos on, you know, what the shape and style should be for my body. You know what you should say when they say that? Say, I can can perform tracheotomies. (laughs) Totally saw it in a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scalpel right to the throat, stick in a straw. So if you ever choke on something, I'm Call your girl. I'm your, yeah. I tell people that all the time. And they just look at me like, yeah, oh. <laughs> you get what you pay for. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that we and have time these. is so valuable. You can be a do it yourselfer. But when if something takes you more than an hour to figure out now, you're investing your time. Right. People need to learn how to value their time. I struggle with that when it comes to consulting. Like, what is my time really worth, you know? Well, and you know, Mickey, we're all like trying to be everything. Mm-hmm. And it, I say, get in your lane and do what you really do well. And not that you farm out everything in your life, but use your coaches. Use the people around you who have the expertise. Instead of trying to teach yourself fashion, I've got all that. I've done that for 19 years. You Absolutely know. right. And then that gets us to, I want to talk about this, this whole building each other up yes, and this whole community, because as a dot connector, I think you started out this whole thing by just connecting people that you saw had synergy. Oh my God. So I'll kind of go to the whole dot connector thing. I didn't, it's not rocket science. Like I would tell people, so it starts with, I have to always go back to my mom. She used to buy me uh, those, the activity books, mm-hmm. the connect the dot, you mm-hmm. know, the, the connect the dot. So I did a lot of dot connecting <laughs> when I was growing up. She was a home health aide. You know, my parents are both blue collar. Uh, and so I always kind of, I think it's like, I just think it's within me at this point, whether it's nature or nurture, but it's just within me. So I realized I had, a. Uh, I'd left the wealth management industry 
and did, uh, I was in the home care industry on the marketing side for a, a company. And after a year, I got laid off. And during that time, I started applying for marketing jobs in literally the only marketing jobs I could find. You want to talk scary. The only marketing jobs I could find, they wanted junior marketers and basically people stick flyers on uh, windshields of cars or to do very low level graphic design, but like these check in and check out jobs. Mm -hmm, And like, mm -hmm. I just started knowing like who I was and I wanted to spend time, like still spend some of my time on doing nonprofit stuff on the boards. And like, so I always knew I needed flexibility. And so I started realizing like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be kind of tough because I think I know who I am, but I don't fit like in this box. So while being laid off, I realized like I need a network, like I need, I need a, a network. network. If I don't go out, like where are my connections? So I, so thank God I had the wits to realize that. I threw myself into the nonprofit world. Like any board I could be on, I'm sorry for the people that are literally trying to contact me right now because this is part of the problem for me. I threw myself into so much nonprofit work and networking that people thought I had a job, but they didn't know what the job was. (laughs) They would just be like, oh, so you, I swear to God, I've heard this so many times. So uh, you go out to lunch a lot. (laughs) So during that time of networking, I would, I believe it or not, I get anxious. I get a little social anxiety once in a while. And especially if I don't know people or I'm in a new group of people, the great thing is I've kind of embraced that. And now I'll just like go up and like start talk somebody to death, baby. Start <laughs> like, that know, conversation. Like, or I flip it. I really like to listen to people. Um, so, uh, which is funny because at the lunches, I never get to listen people ask me so many questions that all I do is talk through lunch, but in networking, I love to listen to people. Mm -hmm, So what I mm -hmm. learned is I would offer people coffee a lot and just sit with them. And I'd say, tell me about you. Like, tell me about yourself. And people love to talk about themselves. So tell me about yourself. Tell me about your business. Like what? And then I would just, people would have like, always people would like, it was always a pain point. People talk about a problem. And so, it would be like usually a business, it would be any kind of problem, but the kind of person I am, I like to solve problems. People that really know me tell me sometimes like, Mickey, you don't have to have an answer for everything. And I just, it's something with me always trying to solve And I've problems. witnessed this so many times. We walked into Front Street Coffee House. Oh my God, did I Two weeks something? ago. I don't even know that I do it. Two weeks ago, this was <laughs> fabulous. And, and there was a banker there that we both know. Great guy. Oh, that's right. And sitting with a woman who we vaguely knew. We had met her at a... a, a Shout out Donna Fritz running for school committee in Salem. Vote Donna Fritz. So we start chatting with them about her campaign. And all of a sudden, Mickey's like, all right, I got 10 people you need to talk to. Yeah. She's follow up with her too. (laughs) Grabbing her phone. She's sending out. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 I just get ideas. And it's so, so it's hard. So when it comes to being motivational, you can't even really charge for that. You know what I mean? You can right. you can st- try to put a formula around it, but what makes me me, I don't want to put like a damper on that. Right. And I don't want it to become too much of a job. But um, coming back to kind of the fashion empowering women, I'm also an educational marketer. I've been this my whole career. I just like to give people the information that they need to make the best decision, decision. for themselves. Right. You don't have to use my services, but I can almost guarantee that you'll go use somebody else's. You'll be back. 
Right. <laughs> because I care. I care too much. I care about everybody. I care about all the things. And so it's it's like a gift and, and a curse. You yeah, know? And this- my friend Leah knows this too, is being a coach. I just said this to her. I said, it's more your passion than your job. It's like you have to you do can, it. Right. This you is can't, what I makes can't you help who you are. So whatever myself, causes right. that, like part of it, you absolutely give away. Is there some part of it that can be monetized? Uh, for us, I think if it's easy, like not if it's easy enough, but if it makes sense, yes. But will that stop us from doing it? No. If we can't. So, so kind of circling back to like my nonprofit trajectory. So now I have kind of a plan that gets me back into the world of benefits and security that I love so much, right. but also drives that passion, right. helping, being able to be creative. But on the flip side, I am still keeping my business because a, I never thought I would have this business. So many women have asked me, how'd you start a business? And I said, well, I just went online and paid. Right. Tell us about that because that's the empowerment of other women. They're looking and saying, how did you do this? Yeah. I'm name dropping a lot. I promise you, you can just Facebook all these people, but these are all the, it's all happens through women. I'm not saying I have a couple, I have, I have a couple of supportive men out there, but in, in the environment that I'm in, I tend to just be around, around more a lot women. of women. And so, especially like in nonprofit, grassroots nonprofit. Tons of women. We are educators and we want to help people. This is... Yep, we're, we're helpers, we're educators. This we're is the fabric of our being. So we need to start capitalizing on that, ladies, just so you all know. Um, and not giving it away all the time because uh, when I've told people that rewrite their that have to rewrite their resume at some point, like you need to like figure out a slick way to put in all the caregiving stuff that you do in there because the appointment scheduling, the multitasking, the crisis management, yes. like let's be honest, are those That's not skill sets? So to go to it, we this was at the PB Essex Museum. My friend Danica Thurston, who's now at the Lynn yeah, Museum, loved, loved uh, as executive director. Um, she had thrown a, a women's networking event. Oh, right, right. And oh my God, the launch of Dot Connect consulting because that was then the it was just it. A, on a piece of paper that I paid $500 for which I was just like they don't even like do confetti across the screen when you hit submit it's so lackluster uh, starting you, your own business yeah the LLC if you, yeah the yeah. LLC but if you do something down at City Hall at least somebody like will take your <laughs> selfie or something like that I guess but yeah, I just do it doing business as who is it is it the secretary William Galvin is that yeah. his name whoever yeah. They should show up at your house and like shake your hands and give you that certificate in uh, person. Just saying it boost everybody's confidence. But that was the event that but started that was the event the that kicked thing. it off. So talk about scary because I'm the dot connector. I tell people I connect dots. People don't necessarily know what that is. I just have a network that I've built over time of people and listening to people and kind of having this photographic memory. If you need something, I usually know somebody that I can connect you to or a thing I can connect you to to get you one step further, further. in solving the problem. Do you know what a scary pitch that is at, a, at an event where people are just walking up to your table? And so, um, but I do like to say I'm better than like Kevin Bacon. Like I can, the degrees, the degrees are very narrow. So Danica asked me if I want to do this event. All I am is a piece of paper at this point. I have no business cards. I have no logo. Nothing. Nothing. Event is in two weeks. I go into panic mode. I literally 
find a logo that works for me. I put together a business card, some uh, some little rack cards or whatever. I have to buy a tablecloth. I am now feeling the pain of being a business owner because I have zero dollars in my non not my non-existent uh, business account. account. Business <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like putting out money already. I have to buy the tablecloth. I need like all the things. So within two weeks, I pull it off. I have a logo, business cards. She's like, ready. Um, ready like down to the confetti down to the tablescaping like I have the dots to put on the table I get the LED sign if anything the table's gonna look good even if nobody's at it the pictures will look good and then so Danica asked me like what are you gonna do and I said I'm literally gonna sit behind this table and if people and I'm gonna want to talk to me then I'm just gonna like that table was swarmed so what's funny was I think I learned it within like one person I said, well, you know, I do marketing. And it was like, uh, like, even I wasn't convinced in like what I was saying. I was like, but people would say, what is dot connector? And I'm like, well, people call me like the dot connector. I connect dots. Like, you know, very simple. Like, so, and that's when I kind of came up with the pitch. Like, you can just tell me your problem and I might be able to get you one step closer, you know? And how many women said to you, I want to leave my current situation Oh my God. I don't know Re-bra- how branding to do it. and rebranding. So when people think marketing, they always think like of a business. My dad always told me when I was growing up, he would say, Mickey, life is a business and you need to treat it accordingly. And he said that a lot. So, so I guess the way that I kind of look, life is like a business and you have to plan and you have to have goals or whatever, right. To be successful. I figured mm-hmm. this out literally in like my 40th year of life. And so, you have to um you have to you have to treat it like that so the same thing goes to people as individuals you are your own business like you're mm-hmm. your own brand at the end of the day it's like when your parents sent you out in the world and say don't embarrass me like you know what i mean right. don't embarrass me you're, you're a representation brand. of the business right. you know right so and my mom would say the same thing. oh my god don't embarrass don't. my mother in public forget right. about it i found that women were coming up to the table and just asking what I thought were super random questions, random questions, and but like great questions, and I'll take any question at that point, but the questions varied from like, well, and this was across two different events that I did the exact same thing, and my table was packed at each event. Right, and same I, format. Even my friends were like, yeah, we wanted to come say hi, but we never got the chance, which I thought was fascinating. Women just want to connect with, women do want to connect with other women, I think they're more receptive when it's somebody that's going to listen to them because we don't get many spaces where we get to kind of safe spaces, you know, air quotes, safe spaces where you can actually, I don't know, maybe bitch and moan about like (laughs) the casualties of life. Right. Unload some of the lived experience. And and then you hear somebody else like, oh my God, girl, same thing. Like, honestly, you know what I mean? Just the itty bitty things like when you show up someplace late it's not because you decided to sleep in that morning you probably honestly I have friends that their kids puke on them like right right before they come to work like my own dad being a caregiver like even dealing with my dad is like it's like a process before I can get out the door right and the best advice I can give, I make no apologies because if somebody wants to come and do what I have to do in the morning for free, I don't get paid for it, right? <laughs> then come be my guest. But 
you really just have to, we have to just like own who we are. We are educators. We, uh, we're the caregivers and everything. So the women that would come to the table, they wanted you to I hold would space encourage for that. them to yes. like brand themselves. One example is the woman that said, how did you start your business? And she was legit being serious. She, I said, well, I went online and I paid $500 and she goes, is that easy? And that's when I realized a whole other problem that goes across cultures, races, genders is if you are not given a solid foundation of education across the spectrum, if you don't know things and you're ignorant to those things, especially how easy they are on the flip side, you just don't know. You don't know the possibilities. And when you see other people in the stage of business of being like successful or whatever, you don't even think that it started out as, hey, I invested $500 in myself, not even in the business, just invest $500 in yourself. Everybody deserves a side hustle. Like, you know? So when women started asking me that, I was like, oh my God, okay. Well, I just broke a barrier apparently by like going online, like how do you start a business? People don't even know that fundamental. And you're afraid that it's it's another thing, right? It's another thing. So again, why goals are important because they just make all the to-dos like seem less like to-dos. This was my epiphany the other day. I write massive to-do lists and I have Catholic guilt combined with that. So every single day I feel like I've not done enough. I've not been productive enough. Like uh, it's, oh, it's horrible. It like, if I haven't returned a call, like honestly, just, I just feel like, like, yeah, it's massive. I am not writing to-do lists anymore. I'm writing goals lists. Love it. So I, cause I feel more bringing intentionality about completing my goals, which are actually action steps and getting things done Yes, versus this built in Catholic guilt that I have. It all, it's all trauma. It's all like, (laughs) it's all trauma. What didn't you do? It's uh, but it just, it shifted my mindset. So for women, you have to shift the mindset a little bit and just be more intentional, like about life and just like, I don't know, be a little selfish. Like I've spent so much of my life being selfless that I've just discovered a space where I'm like, look, there's not a lot more time on this big rock. Like in the grand scheme of things, you know, I got some things I got to complete before I leave this place. You just have to be intentional. So when it comes to marketing in that event, Besides asking me how to start a business, there were women that were in the corporate setting because I would tell my story like, yeah, I just walked away from the security of corporate life. Because to be honest, in eight, in eight to five in that world for me, felt like an abusive relationship. Soul sucking. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm giving it my all. I'm getting something in return, but in the end I'm afraid to leave because I'm dependent on a dollar. Right. Yeah. That's all right. Venice beach and a cardboard box definitely sounded Sounded like a better better option. So just giving women that insight that you can make it. You're not a faceless person. Yeah. You can make it out of that. Yeah. You can even be in that, but like build yourself. yourself up on the side. Oh, so, so great old school advice, right? Is when our moms always told us to have like the secret bank account. We right. don't even keep it that secret anymore. We're right. like, hey, just so you know, I got my own bank account. Over right. <laughs> so, because my mom was big on, even though she was married her whole life, she was just very big on teaching me to be very independent. You know, be able to change your own tire. Like, she kind of knew, like, what the world was like. So, be able to be your own, change your own tire. Education was huge from both of my parents for definitely different reasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, education was huge. So, in going to that event... 
there was a woman I talked to and she worked in a corporate setting. She was a secretary and she was trying to figure out how to uh, monetize like uh, being an executive assistant. And so there's this whole world of like digital assistance. Right, like, girl, right. If I could afford an, a personal assistant, like that is going to be one of my goals just yes. to be able to afford a personal assistant at some point, just to help and, me keep up. Like exactly. I'm my own business. Like right. I need help too. But I, but so I told her, I said, well, you might want to just look into this digital like assistant thing. Like you have all these years of helping CEOs, like, and not for nothing being an executive. It's like being a nurse to a doctor. It's like, Right. You're doing all that back yeah, work and they're, they're doing the heavy lifting. level yep. decision making. So I'm not knocking the hustle right, there. Right. But at the same time, like the world falls apart, you know, if they don't know if how they, to open up a document. Right. Like you don't forget about. It. So use that. So her problem was that she was brand less. She was just a Jane Smith of, that worked for ABC right. company. And I said, you know, get a little social media in your life, like create your own brand. Who are you outside of this business? Because I live by the uh, proverbial bus theory. Like if I get hit by a bus, what happens then? Like if the company goes under or they right. let you go, where do you, where are you going to be? Where do you so have a plan for your transition yeah. yep. should transition never happen. So I'm big into side hustles because at best, if something happens with your security blanket, you've got that next And step. it helps build confidence. Just being it, just anything, any skill you start, like think about it. You go work out and you lose five pounds automatically boost of confidence. Like for me, I, I just wanted to learn how to paddleboard. Now I'm on a paddleboard race team. Right. I've been more places than I've ever imagined I'd be. Oh God, I never thought I'd make it past the Jersey shore. So all these places, but it builds, it all ends up building this confidence confidence that I have now. So when people are like, you're motivational or this, that, or the other, I'm really just kind of uh, a product of all the time that I've invested in myself and the time that others have invested in me that I pay for in life, you get what you pay for. So if you want free advice, you'll get a little bit, but don't right. expect somebody to be knocking on your door every day, kicking you in the butt, getting you and, to and where you need to be. This is where I want to challenge the audience. Get out there and utilize these coaches, which I know is an over you know, used word, but get out there and hire yourself the nutritional consultant. Well, you know, and hire I don't yourself think, the, the yeah, fashion coach. And I think coach. everybody thinks of health and wellness. You think of body image and just all these things we grew up with. Working in financial services, wellness exists in your pockets as well. And my friend, okay, so I have to uh, shout out Carrie Shoemaker, Soul Shine Retreats, because I'm really trying to go to Bali next year or South Africa, put it out in the universe. And literally, she was my first client. I got to do a LinkedIn ad for her. Love her to death. But when we were talking about my business, like I wanted to do the marketing for her for free because I love her. Right. And she wouldn't let me, which I loved. Love In that. hindsight, I loved it. She was the first money in my bank account. First my business bank account. Business client. And, um, and uh, she said, you have to make money to be happy. So, but the way she said it was not, that money equals happiness. Right. But if you want to invest in yourself, 
You, need you money have to have that. the flow. You need a little bit of time and money. And so that's and using the money wisely. Right. What are you going to like? Don't. So I just did this recently. So this is an admission that I've admitted to myself, but I have admitted out loud is that I invested $350 into a food plan that I was supposed to follow for like three months. And then in my personal life, things just started getting a little bit rocky. I was going through a transition I knew before going in that transition, I probably shouldn't invested that money because I didn't believe in myself 100% to get to the end result because I just wasn't there. I was all over the place, scattered. I can be resistant sometimes. Like, so trust me, my coaches know. They my know coaches coaching. probably should charge me more because I would be, I am a difficult client. <laughs> so in that, like you really work for your money when you work with me. So they could, so there could be an upcharge there. So I just shouldn't have invested. I kind of knew it, but I didn't, the want, timing, I didn't want to yep. say no. Cause we're horrible at saying no, you know? And so I lost $350. I lost a good chunk of the work that I invested in before and haven't uh, cut down a few mm -hmm. pounds and mm -hmm. been just in a healthier place. I feel a little sluggish now, especially with the change of season, but I made it through my transition my confidence went back to exactly where it was. We all have tough times. You just sure, have to sure. kind of dig in. And uh, you need to dig in and get done what you need to get done without, you know, falling down the black hole. Like somebody is there. Somebody's always going to be there. If you have a good support system, friends, coworkers, like people, it doesn't, trust me, in my case, it's not family. It's you, when you have a good support system around you investing in a support system, investing in yourself, it all kind of leads you to your full potential. The stresses that every day, no, there is no such thing as work life bat let bullshit. Like, <laughs> it doesn't exist. You try and right. you should always you try, try your to hardest. balance it. But to think that there's going to be this perfect place you get to life is a business and we have to treat it accordingly. We have to stop thinking that life is supposed to be happy and fun and easy all the time. It is definitely not that. It's supposed to be challenging. It's supposed to be scary because these are the things that get us to where we are. So I just like to talk to women about being women. Yeah, it's tough out there. And nobody understands us but us, and that's fine. We're our own. And that's why we have to support own each other. Absolutely. 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 There's a small business thing that a couple of my girlfriends just did. They did a la, oh, God, I'm horrible at the social media, but I'm going to commit to doing this by the end of November. November is a great month because it's all about Thanksgiving. Right. And uh, they posted, it was like a small business Facebook post, and they said, I challenge women owned businesses locally to tag your business in this yes. comment thread support each other go shopping like we have the coolest businesses when you think about it it's just that i think the other thing is we're hard on ourselves when it comes to time it's uh changing your perspective you're not adding more to the plate like take something off to add something right on. right you know we're so complex in nature but when it comes down to it just keep it really simple what are your goals in life and then start working with people that will get you to, the to goals. those goals because if you depend on it doing it yourself right you might not get there we need to break the total do-it-yourself mentality yeah. hire these people i love the moving into this thanksgiving month let's give thanks 
for all the business women that we know. And let's start using each other's services. Oh my God. And really building that network, that dot connection. You know what you'll, you'll love. So I'm not, so I don't host these out of my own pocket, but I'll say it. I'll say it for the record. And I'll say it to you. I just hosted uh, a dinner at Ledger at the chef's table. Cause mm-hmm. for anybody that knows me, I eat there a lot. I love that place, but I, I reserved the chef's table it all happened. It was like serendipitous. I was eating. I was sitting there working. I worked there a lot. And um, a couple of girlfriends that I didn't see across the bar came over to say hi to me. And then a couple more came. And then they were asking me a question about the restaurant in general. But they said, oh, my God, you know, we just see you here. And it's just like very inspirational, just fun women to like be around. Mm-hmm. Everybody has like a different job. Um a few of them have their side hustle. And so I said, oh, my God, we should all just... They came up to me because they said, we figured you would know, which which I love because I don't figure it. Like, I don't really so, know. Uh, the pressure's on, you know. There's going to be a day I don't have an answer, and that's that's the day that I worry about. But um, I said, we should all get together for dinner. Like, I don't... Between paddleboarding and caregiving and, and uh, working or whatever, you know, my personal life, I don't have a lot of, like friend gatherings you know what i mean right so it's, it's kind of like i'm a loner not a rebel and bringing the friend but i ch- so i just business. it was just a good it was just a good vibe i said we should all have dinner together so just like that coordinated eight people to get together for dinner and it's so funny i was trying to fill the last two seats but everybody had things going on i realized i did it in mid-october in salem too it's probably yeah, not the best timing but no I invite anybody that would want to get to know me, any of your friends yeah, or whatever. Let's, let's, I'm always happy let's to do this. reserve the chef's let's table. Let's reserve the sh- okay. Bring people around. And the only thing is, and this is like the great part, okay? There's no such thing as a free lunch in America. We've all learned that. So you're just paying for your own dinner. All right, we so all split the bill equal. How we're going to end our episode today. We're going to call out, call to action is either hit up Mickey or myself and let's get the chef's table. I think when you're around other powerful inspirational women, inspirational women, we don't think ourselves to be inspirational, but the more you're around other women, we all go through the same. It's a daily basis. Like we all can commiserate together, have a drink, laugh it off, and then build a few connections while we're there that help us solve our, you know, problems moving forward. I'm up for it. I love, I love it. it. All right. That's what we're going to do. Give us your best way to, like, touch base with you. What are your, you know, oh my details God. for? Let's see. Uh, the best way to reach me and the best way I can respond is reach me at Mickey, M-I-K-K-I, at dotconnectorconsulting.com. You can visit my website for all my contact information. That's www.dotconnectorconsulting.com. You can find me on any form of social media. Just type in M-I-K-K-I, Wilson, it's me, Mickey L. Wilson. You'll find me. And the even scarier part is if you've made it all the way to this point, you are getting a golden ticket right now. My cell phone number is 781-654-6540. I respond to text messages. Just let me know who you are. You can leave me a voicemail, but I'll be 100% honest. I do not spend a lot of time talking on the phone. I'm a very face-to-face in-person person or the little bit of millennial inside of me 
uh, communicates quickly when it's digital. So. Awesome. So this is the chef table invitation. We're shouting it yes. out. You can get to me on Instagram at last underscore stylist. I do a lot of uh, quick uh, messaging there. And uh, let's get that chef's table together oh at God, Ledger so Salem. Excited. I love it. Food's so good. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Lisa. Awesome. To find out more about Lisa's sustainable style, check out LASSWardrobe.com.